section thirty seven of the inheritance by susan edmonstone ferrier this librivox recording is in the public domain volume two chapter three with a great understanding as a round orb that tumbles hither and thither able to guess at the depth of the great sea hindus description of their god to feel and to act were with gertrude commonly one and the same thing reflection seldom was allowed to interpose its cooling influence and scarcely had she finished reading the letter when she flew to lord rossville to ask and she had no doubt to obtain the boon solicited she found the earl alone in his study surrounded with papers and parchments and looking if possible even more than usually portentous i am come my lord to ask to beg a favour she began almost breathless from haste and emotion miss st clair this is rather an interruption but be seated be seated and be composed you and indeed all who have any claims upon my time influence or assistance will ever find my ear open to the voice of proper solicitation therefore i again repeat be composed and allow this flow of spirits to subside ere you commence there is nothing less likely to promote its end than a recommendation to be cool and composed when one is all ardour and eagerness but this was one of lord rossville's methods of tormenting his victims he was always composed himself even when in anger that is he was always heavy dull and formal and no subject could warm him so as to make him neglect the slow pompous formation of his sentences his body was heavy his nerves were tough his blood was thick he was a dull man but like many other men he deceived himself for he thought his dullness was self-command and that he had the same merit in being composed as one whose perceptions are lively whose blood flows rapidly and whose ready imagination comprehends whole sentences such as his lordship composed ere they were half pronounced one in short who thought and spoke with natural feeling and animation different indeed was lord rossville's composure from that of one who hath learned to rule his own spirit for he had a temper to rule but no spirit he had a sluggish obstinate thick-headed pragmatical temper incapable of hurrying him into the ebullitions of passion tis true but not the less troublesome and tormenting to those who opposed it but this desideratum for it was mere absence of animal heat that kept his lordship cool was more than compensated by what he deemed the masculine tone and nervous energy of his language heightened as it was by gesticulation suited to the subject be composed repeated he again after a pause his own composure becoming more and more heavy oh it is nothing i only feel a little afraid lest you should think me too presuming when i ask but i believe the petition itself will plead its own cause better than i can do and she put her cousin's letter into his lordship's hands with very sanguine anticipations as to the result lord rossville perused it in silence but his looks became darker at every line and his head shook or rather trembled from beginning to end a most wild dangerous and improper letter said he when he finished it 
vainly endeavouring to speak quicker i am pained to think that such a letter should have been addressed to you that such a letter should have been presented by you to me and his lordship walked up and down the room in composed discomposure while gertrude remained aghast and motionless at seeing her church in the air thus vanish like the baseless fabric of a vision is it possible miss st clair asked he his hand slowly rising is it possible that you had perused this letter pointing with his obstinate looking fingers to the paper in question and is it possible that having read you can also sanction and approve and assist a young female in setting up her own judgment in opposition to the known will and intention of her parents and to the opinion and approval of the world in general although my cousin is so unfortunate as to differ from her parents on that subject said gertrude timidly she declares that she will not disobey them not disobey them good heavens miss st clair what do you term disobedience the dignity of this appeal was interrupted by a cough i have lived longer in the world and have seen rather more of mankind than you have done and i do not hesitate to say that the principles contained in this letter if acted upon by the bulk of mankind and it is only by generalizing principles that we can fairly bring them to the test must eventually prove highly destructive to the present order of things inasmuch as they are totally subversive of all filial obedience and parental authority gertrude was much at a loss to answer this tirade which confounded without in the smallest degree convincing her again however she tried to urge something in extenuation but it was as jeremy taylor expresses it treading on the corns of his lordship's mind to attack any of his opinions or prejudices and it was resented accordingly i own i am distressed mortified shocked miss st clair that a letter containing such sentiments should be advocated by you sentiments fraught with so much mischief principles destructive of the mutual relationship of parent and child wild fantastical new-fangled notions setting at defiance all proper doctrines of religion and only calculated to disturb and finally abolish all orders of society and yet it is such such i say i should consider myself as acting a most highly culpable part were i to lend the smallest countenance or sanction to such measures and he walked up and down the room his shoes creaking at every step mr black is a sensible well-principled man and obviously views the matter in the same light as i do and as indeed all persons of a right way of thinking should do a young female to presume to judge for herself in opposition to the wishes of her parents to the opinion of the world to the general voice of mankind and to seek to to assume the mask of religion in order to to stifle the voice of duty it is lamentable it is deplorable it is monstrous what was it but by such steps as these the established order of things in a neighbouring country were gradually undermined and at length finally overthrown it was by such steps as these knocking the letter slowly with his knuckles that the altar and the throne religion and 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 loyalty and and sound morality all that were formerly held sacred fell sacrifices to these very levelling principles 
and he threw the letter from him with all the energy of virtuous indignation gertrude could scarcely refrain from smiling at the idea of anne black's marriage endangering church and state and something of that sort she ventured to express i beg pardon my lord said she but even supposing my cousin's marriage were to take place i cannot perceive any bad consequences that would result from it unless to herself you do not perceive you do not perceive the pernicious effects of such an example operating on young females in the same sphere operating too under my sanction and countenance and 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 i to become the patron of rebellious and dutiful children the conniver at low and improper and clandestine connections were such a precedent once established where is it to end you yourself i shall suppose for the sake of illustrating my argument you presuming upon my license in this instance deem yourself authorized to select choose and 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 declare that you will select and choose nay that you have selected and chosen uh, a partner for yourself not only without my concurrence but in direct opposition and contradiction to my will and authority i ask would not such behaviour on your part be i do not scruple to say monstrous gertrude was not prepared for this digression but she saw by his lordship's bend that an answer was expected and in some trepidation she replied i hope it never will be my misfortune to differ from your lordship on this subject but if it should she stopped in much agitation you hope it will never be your misfortune to differ from me repeated his lordship with a very dissatisfied look that is a style of language miss st clair i own which does not satisfy me on that subject i can allow no differences no young lady of a right way of thinking ought or can have a different opinion on so important a point from those whom it is her duty to reverence and obey his lordship paused and seemed to be revolving some mighty matter in his mind and gertrude trembling to what this might lead rose and taking up her cousin's letter was preparing to leave the room when her uncle motioned with his hand for her to resume her seat then in a slow solemn tone spoke as follows it certainly formed no part of my original plan with regard to you that at this early stage of your existence you should have been made acquainted with the plans i had formed and laid down for your final disposal but from what has passed i am inclined to think that in deviating from my former purpose i shall do wisely and well he then proceeded in the same prolix manner to unfold to gertrude the future web of her life as spun and wove by his lordship's own hand or rather head gertrude heard without surprise but not without emotion that she was the destined wife of mr delmore and in that light was considered by him and by all the members of the family and by all the freeholders in the county and her heart glowed with resentment at the thoughts of any one having thus dared to appropriate her without her own consent scarcely could she listen with patience while lord rossville detailed in the most minute yet guarded manner his plans with regard to her future establishment as if afraid of making her too happy or raising her expectations too high thus after having settled everything regarding her marriage 
with more than a lawyer's punctilio he hastened to undo his own work in the same breath by adding that it was not his intention that the marriage should take place until she had attained the age of twenty-one at soonest perhaps not even then as he was no advocate for early alliances that is too early there was a time for all things and that time must be regulated by circumstances but in the meantime in the meantime my lord cried gertrude with great emotion i must be allowed to disclaim any engagement with mr delmore the earl regarded her for some moments with the greatest astonishment and seemed as if wholly bereft of the power of expressing the indignation which swelled in his bosom almost to suffocation at this act of overt rebellion at length he found words though ideas were still wanting what am i to understand from this most extraordinary speech miss st clair interrogated he with some difficulty gertrude in much emotion but with the utmost gentleness of manner repeated her words allowed to disclaim any engagement with mr delmore a most extraordinary proposal at such a time at a time when so much is at stake a most improper nay a most indelicate proposal in the present posture of affairs his lordship cleared his voice hemmed coughed and proceeded you cannot be ignorant miss st clair of the very important contest at present carrying on in this county a contest which is of vital importance to the power and consequence of this family and i may add of some interest to the country at large as in these times of anarchy and rebellion when the throne and the government are assailed on all sides by factious and turbulent demagogues it is of the utmost importance that our representation in parliament be sound loyal and patriotic if we expect that our religion and laws may be preserved and handed down unimpaired to our posterity her assent seemed to be expected to this opening speech but gertrude could make none the earl went on you are probably not aware of the motives which have actuated me in thus developing my schemes and intentions to you and to the world in general at this period and in doing so i certainly have deviated from my original plan but we must all occasionally be regulated by circumstances and i think i have only to state to you that the success of this most important political contest depends very considerably upon the understanding that mr delmore will eventually and in all probability one day become through your instrumentality the lawful possessor of the family estates in this county to grant your hearty concurrence in the proposed arrangement in one word i could not with propriety offer mr delmore as the representative of this county he having little more than a nominal interest in it at present unless as the as the in all likelihood the intended husband of the presumptive observe i say presumptive not apparent heiress of rossville his lordship was so much pleased with the eloquence and brilliancy of his harangue that as he went on he gradually spoke himself into good humour and by the time it was ended he had almost forgot the origin of his elocution gertrude remained silent struggling with contending feelings on the one hand was the fear of betraying her secret predilection for colonel delmore on the other her scorn and detestation of everything resembling duplicity and deceit at length her natural love of truth and candour prevailed and mustering courage she said 
much as it pains me to oppose you my dear uncle yet i should be still more unworthy your affection were i to leave you in an error forgive me she paused her heart throbbed and her colour rose forgive me i will not deceive you i cannot sanction the engagement you have formed for me i never can be the wife of mr delmore this was something so far beyond what lord rossville could have anticipated that it was some time ere the fact could find admittance to his brain choked up as it always was with his own notions while the process of conviction was carrying on he therefore sat as if petrified at length the light began to penetrate the dim opaque of his understanding but his lordship had as usual recourse to other people's words till he could muster his own forces never can be the wife of mr delmore repeated he in the tone of one who was not quite sure whether he were asleep or awake not sanction the engagement i have formed for you what what in the name of heaven am i to understand from such language miss st clair the understanding seemed so perfectly obvious that gertrude felt much at a loss how to make it clearer the question was again repeated excuse me my lord but mr delmore is not the person i but indeed i do not know how to express myself in a manner less likely to offend i would say that i wish to be left free that i might be allowed to choose in so important you wish to be left free you wish to be allowed to choose in so important hem really miss st clair i am too much astonished at the 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 what shall i call it the unwarrantable levity of such a proposal to answer it as it ought you wish to be left free to choose and that in a point of such vast such vital importance astonishing are you aware in what capacity it is that a suitable alliance is formed for you that it is not as simple miss st clair and daughter of the honourable thomas st clair but as niece to the earl of rossville and presumptive heiress to the title and estates thereof with the exception of the barony of larchdale which by deed of entail of alexander first earl of rossville devolves upon the heirs male of the family and therefore it is to consolidate these properties that they may be again reunited in the persons of your mutual heir or heirs an arrangement which has mr delmore's entire approbation i say that under these circumstances there is not there cannot there must not be a choice in the matter but indeed i am very much at a loss to know what to understand by such an expression i certainly have not been accustomed to hear of young ladies of family and fortune and distinction choosing for themselves in their matrimonial course i can only say for my own part i i had no choice gertrude could scarcely restrain a smile at hearing lord rossville quote himself as a pattern to be followed instead of a rock to be shunned but such is the blindness of human nature we are all but too apt to hold ourselves up as guides when we ought to be satisfied to serve as beacons allowed to choose ay ay and pray miss st clair supposing for one moment it was so where i ask where would you where could you find such another gentleman as mr delmore a gentleman of birth and fashion of fine address of appearance of accomplishments possessing a first-rate understanding of which he has already given undoubted proofs to the world by having been appointed one of the financial committee which for so young a man i consider as a very distinguished mark of pre-eminence a man of fine person of sound principles of devoted loyalty of high political consideration but who notwithstanding all those advantages yet submits himself in this case solely to my guidance and management 
i ask again where could you find such another perfect gentleman i acknowledge mr delmore's good qualities my lord so far as i can pretend to judge of them upon so slight an acquaintance answered gertrude hesitatingly but pray forgive me if i still repeat that i must be allowed to consider myself as perfectly disengaged miss st clair cried the earl now absolutely gasping i can only say that that if you persist if you presume to report yourself throughout the county as 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 disengaged i the pulse of life seemed to stand still and nature made a pause an awful pause prophetic of its end the clenched hand was slowly uplifted then descended with a weight that shook the table i cannot answer for the consequences this is a threat which always forms a happy climax to an argument from its vagueness and consequently its sublimity at that moment the party in question entered his hands full of open letters and with an air of bustle and business not at all calculated to fascinate a romantic imagination such as gertrude's he was beginning some rather formal and complimentary apology for his interruption when she rose and in some confusion stammered out a few words in reply then bowing to the earl was retiring when mr delmore begged to know whether she had any friends in the western extremity of the county as he was afraid he should be under the necessity of setting off for that quarter immediately and should be much honoured by being the bearer of miss st clair's commands gertrude disclaimed all interest in that part of the county and scarcely able to express the common civilities of parting hastily withdrew End of section thirty seven